Namaste. I am Maya Tiwari. Welcome to Women's Power to Heal the Earth. For the past 35 years since surviving ovarian cancer, I have been teaching the global work of health, healing and self-peace. I am the founder of the Wise Earth School of Ayurveda, the first of its kind in North America. I'm also the director of the Mother Om Mission, which brings free Ayurveda and yoga education to the at-risk communities in New York's inner cities. I am a frequent featured speaker for the Parliament of the World Religions and other major conferences and have been promoting the cultivation of inner peace and world harmony through my work with creation of the Peace Mandala. It is a global movement. Thank you for being here. Today we will be talking about one of the taboos, perhaps the greatest taboo in our humanity and that is race and all that it relates to. What if I were to tell you that you are a composition of several genomic factors and that there is no such thing as the ethnicity such as being a person who is pure white, black, brown, yellow or red? And what if we were to discover that Africa is not only the cradle of humanity, but two-thirds of our world population is imprinted with ancient African genes. And did you know that our world has endured more than countless invasions, perhaps more than a hundred thousand of them, amongst empires and nations? between cities and territories, and that we have never had a time in this world when wars, invasions, and violence were non-existent. Can we truly think of our genealogy as pure ethnicity from countries of India, Africa, Asia, South America, North America, Europe, United Kingdom? Are our cultural genealogy exempt from the various interactions of states' invasions and occupations, of trading amongst nations, of vacation tourism, sexual tourism, of intercultural marriages, intercultural relationships? Why did that ever become a taboo? With the lessening of these taboos associated with mixed marriages, mixed race, personal intercultural relationship, are we not becoming a world with less national, ethnic, cultural boundaries? Is it not self-evident that we are finally arriving into the era when conflicts and confusion, crimes and crises based on racial antagonism, racial divide, racial hatred, 
racial violence must all come to an end. Because history has the indelible proof that we, each one of us, has blood ties through the dynamic mixture of our genealogy from the beginning of time. And genome science will finally prove this out. Our knowledge of human genetic variation and its correlation with race and ethnicity is growing with our knowledge of the human genome. As biomedical and genomic, genetic research continue to propel us into the genomic era, in which researchers are investigating the functions and interactions of our genes with our environment and our health factors. The debates relating the utility of racial and ethnic categories in the study and the understanding of genetic variation will continue to advance. It is my prayer that terminologies like race, the word race, creed, mixed race, ethnicity, mulatto, and whatever else we have devised to separate our humanity from each other, that these terms will soon become outdated expressions because they lead only to the disrespect of our divine diversity and they are the seeds for bigotry and racism. Just like we have put out of fashion the crass terminology of our past, such as miscegenation and amalgamation of our races, which were so derogatorily used for unions between whites and blacks and other ethnic groups, the time has come for us to claim our shared genetic humanity, our shared blood ties. And this should, if we are honest about it, put an end to the racial divide. We can only pray. Let me go back to the sequencing of our human genome, because that has been providing us both nat natural and social scientific opportunity to gain new knowledge about the complex relationship between our socio-politically constructed definitions of race, human genetic variations, and our differences. The connection between race and genetics is tied to the understanding that race reflects ancestral geographic heritage. This connection is often weakened among admixed populations, such as African Americans, that have a clear history of diverse ancestral backgrounds. On an average, an African American here have about 80% West African ancestry, which ranges from 20% to 100%. Ancestral correspondence to our geographic terrain is less apparent also in many Latin American and South American countries that have European, African, and Native American admixture. Some geneticists therefore argue that ancestry is much more re reliable marker of an individual genetic makeup than race. In any event, 
As our genome knowledge broadens, we are certain to reclaim our ancient ancestry. And more importantly, the weave of patterns that have us beholden to a wider spectrum of humanity than just being an Indian or Chinese or African or Caucasian or Negro or black, white, brown, yellow, and so on. Another way that genome science is aiding our ancestral memory is that it is progressing the rewriting of history to a more accurate version of what we have been broadcasting in the past millennia. Genome testing and findings are continually proving that so much of our genetic history knowledge is flawed. In a major finding recently that could impact the understanding of Indian ancestry, the DNA study of a 4,500-year-old skeleton found in Haryana suggests that modern people in India are likely to have descended from the same population, the Harappan. In a major challenge to the popular Aryan invasion, which has been spouted by most universities here in North America, the Aryan invasion theory, an Indo-US team of researchers recently presented scientific evidence from the Harappan era to argue that such large-scale migration of Indo-Aryan people from Central Asia to India never happened. The ancient DNA result completely reject, that is the recent result of, of the Haryana findings, completely reject the theory of the steppe pastoral or ancient Iranian farmers as a source of ancestry to India's indigenous Harappan population. Anyway, the research also demolishes the hypothesis that mass human migration during the Harappan time came from outside South Asia. These new breakthroughs completely set aside the Aryan migration or invasion theory. But let's not get into that deep subject. My point is this, that as we continue to research the genetics of our world, we will have many findings that more clearly reflect factual reality and truths in our history of our genealogy. These revelations posit both social and political significance. First off, we need the history books of India and Africa in, in particular, rewritten with historical and ancestral realities based in facts. This would provide us a clearer review of our genetic composition and coherence that demonstrates scientifically that we have immutable blood ties to each other. For many, it may be a shocking revelation to know that we are all immersed in one grand gene pool, genetically diluted, transmuted by the living history of millennia. And it is sheer ignorance to presume that there is an actual reality of pure white or pure black or pure brown or pure yellow or pure red. The only pure purity about the human 
race, about humanity, is that we are one consciousness. An immutable shared space wherein the wise, the humble, the noble, the ignorant, the useless, the useful, the good, the bad, and the beautiful, and the ugly, are all fastened together. India's prolific genome science have maintained the premise that the Harpans were Vedic people and are gathering corroborative scientific evidence based on ancient DNA studies to prove this point. And moving on, as unique and ancient as India and Africa has long since been called the cradle of humanity that is Africa. These original lands of Africa and their ancient people are said to have the highest level of genetic diversity existing within the African populations, reflecting the original groups of modern humans that migrated out of Africa to inhabit the greater portion of the world. And although genetic diversity within human genome is small, these differences have major correlation to the wider continental geographic groupings. Some researchers argue that these patterns support the biological basis to traditional racial, that word again, categories that roughly correspond to groups from Africa, Asia, Europe, Oceania, and the Americas. Phylogenetic trees of human DNA, the, the mitochondrial DNA, sequences have root in Africa that is consistent with the out of Africa, meaning the civilization came out of Africa model. To rigorously test complex models of human history, analysis of the nuclear genome is also needed. The birth of genetic, of genomic, uh, genomic, uh, sorry, medicine is progressively widening and its research in our genome relationship to each other, to our health and disparities in our health, our environment, its findings will also illuminate humanity's indelible blood ties to each other through our genetic history. Genetic research suggests that a considerable minority of white Americans, especially esti estimated at one-third of the population by some geneticists, geneticists such as Mark Shriver, has some distant African ancestry, and that the majority of black Americans have some European ancestry. In any event, archaeological and paleontological data have greatly contributed to our understanding of events that have led to the emergence and spread of anatomically modern humans. The inclusion of analyses of genomic data from modern and ancient people facilitate the direct determination of genealogy and its relationship between humans, and it illuminates our migration routes, our diversification events, and genetic admixtures among various groups of people. No one can deny that gene mixing from global trading, invasions, marriages, tourism, 
vacations, etc., have contributed to the mixing of our genes. We have had a series of humongous invasions in our world. And interestingly enough, it is said, for instance, that of the almost 200 current member states of the United Nations, the British have, in fact, at some point in history, invaded and established a military presence in about 171 of them, which leaves about 22 countries unoccupied in the world. Americans have invaded nearly half the world's countries and have been militarily involved with all the rest, except Andorra, Bhutan, and Liechtenstein. Christopher Kelly and Stuart Laycock take on a global tour of America's military activity around the world to tell us in their political book, America Invades, how we have been invaded or been militarily involved with almost every country on earth and gives us the history as it should be taught calling out for more of such history. But whatever our political views are, this is an extraordinary and often surprising story. That we have had so many invasions and that we have two major Western countries, in, that is United Nations, I mean United States and the United Kingdom, have both occupied so much of the other world. And yet we question genetic mixing. So we can continue on with this. There's a huge history that tabulates the mixture of each country, the genetic combinations and mixtures that occurred through invasions, through trading uh, of the past and in the present time through vacationing and, and other movements that tell us about our complex yet real genetic mixture which we must take into consideration. My task here is not to prove about invasions and when they happened and how they happened, but rather in the ecology of our own humanity to bring about an understanding that so much of what we believe in, in terms of our ancestry and our race and our composition is false, at least based in no evidence, no scientific evidence. And now that we are living in the time when science prevails, genomic science is becoming progressively larger and greater every day, then we can use the science as well to bring us together as a unified force, understanding that we have the immutable blood ties with each other and that we have in our humanity's genealogy that shared consciousness. I would hope that this information, this kind of understanding and education would bring us about a better team in humanity rather than divided and, and, and 
rife with, with strife and conflicts and hatred and racism and all the things that, that we endure. I speak from a very personal space when it comes to racism. What I have experienced here in the south of the United States and what I know others are going through and enduring. And it is one of the most disheartening uglies of our world. It would be wonderful to bring this into a place of education, enlightenment, elucidation, through genomic science to show, to prove that we are mixed genes and that every human person in some part of history has been influenced by the genealogy of another. Thank you and I look forward to seeing you again. Peace be your journey.